I was there. I don't have to listen to it. Yes. This week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Del Marva. And I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. I'm Tony Russo, no relation, and you are listening to Day Drinking on Del Marva, a podcast about life and culture on the Del Marva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink. Because I have to live here and I do have to live here. There's, there's, there's no, there's no getting around it. There's no out, but I do get away sometimes. And we're going to be talking about that in a second. Uh, is it, is it funny that we don't have a cocktail and talk about it anymore? Like we, the show is, <laughs> it's like, the problem is that we like doing the podcast almost more than we like drinking. No, more than we like drinking. We must because yeah. When we have response, we keep moving it earlier and ha- we have responsibilities like Wednesday. We- yeah. It was it was great when we were doing it on Tuesdays because Tuesdays was like an open day. But yeah. now I have to drive to pick up my grandson after every after every show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't want to do I don't want to do performative drinking like like, ah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, plus, the Internet is worried about us. I don't I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> I did. That was that was another treat. I've I've gotten a couple treats from you the, in the past two weeks. So. Well, I'm going to tell everybody about this particular treat because yesterday I was looking up uh, day drinking on Delmarva's Substack, and if you're not following our Substack, we'd like it if you did. Um, we send out a newsletter with you know with some some stuff in it. When we say links in the show notes, we usually do put links in the show notes, and those are the show notes. So if you wanted to check that out, that'd be fine. And I just typed it. I sometimes I type things with spaces instead of typing the URL, mm-hmm. you know, just to see what it looks like in search, honestly. And yeah. this week, as you can see from our cover, um, I typed day drinking on Delmarva Substack, and Google said, if you need help, <laughs> please call this number. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's what you get when you type day drinking at one o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. Which I is mean, funny because I used to literally drink at one o'clock on Tuesday afternoon and Google didn't seem to give a shit. So, right, right. When we were actually drinking, that was uh, that was no problem for them. Each week we are sponsored by a small business that we like. And this week it is me. And my small business is my Substack, which is different from our Substack. My Substack mm-hmm. is uh, tonyrusso.substack.com, linked in the show notes. Um, or you can go to buytonyrusso.com, B Y T O N Y R U S S O.com. It'll bring you to that. And that's my newsletter slash blog slash weird project conservatory. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my weird projects I started yesterday, which uh, people got a huge kick out of. So I think I'll be doing it more. Um, I get Google alerts for my name, which is Tony Russo, which is really, really common. That's why I say Tony Russo, no relation. Um, when I introduce myself at the beginning of the show and I found a cool story featuring Tony Russo. And so I, I followed the rabbit hole down and I wrote a little essay about officer Tony Russo and, you know, his day at work last week. And it was really more about like the news coverage of mm. this massive uh, theft that uh, that officer Tony Russo had to, had to deal with. And uh, I got to cut up a little video. I felt very Todd like. <laughs> and uh it, 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 it's 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 a fun little thing so i would like you to check that out i hopefully will be 
changing the subscription scheme. So subscribe for free. Please subscribe. I would much rather you read um, than pay me. But Mm -hmm. I am going to, you know, I I have been working on some projects that are behind a paywall. I still send out something fun every week, every couple weeks. Um, But I have some stuff that's going behind a paywall. And I've, my next project may be one of those. And um, this kind of ties into what Todd and I are about to talk about, which is our friend Jeff uh, Smith wrote a book mm. and the book was called Masabi Pioneers. Um, and that is fact number one that you need to know. Otherwise, what follows will not seem wondrous, as Charles Dickens said. Um <laughs> I love postcards. I don't know. I don't have a good reason for it. Weirdly, weirdly. And I don't, I like getting old postcards and I like sending them to strangers or friends. Sometimes I send them to strangers, which is really a lot of fun for me. Yeah. And I just write something oblique on the back of them that doesn't necessarily make sense. Or sometimes it makes some sense. Or sometimes it like, I sent one to my aunt. That's, um, that's uh, a picture of New York. And I'm showing it here. It's just a a picture of the East Side Bridge or, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, 59th Street Bridge. And this says on the back, it says, sorry, this is so late. I wanted to send you a get well soon card. (laughs) But (laughs) since it's so late, let's call this a stay healthy longer card. (laughs) Love, Tony. (laughs) And this one. You you did sign it. Yeah. Yeah. I signed it. She's old. And I don't want to scare her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but to my to my cousin Matthew, who I don't think listens, um, I just I, I'm getting ready to send this one. It is a photo of the sunken gardens someplace in Florida. He went to school in Florida. His wife is from Florida. He's very Florida centric. It's not a great photo. What I love a lot about these are they're not great photos. They're not enticing. You don't want to go to these places. So this is the sunken gardens. And it's not so much that it's a bad photo. It's that it's an old photo. This photo was taken when color photography was not what it needed to be and color printing wasn't much better. Um, And so on the back of this, I wrote bad news. I'm not in Florida and it is 1970 and it is not 1970. Other than that, everything's fine. You know, so just stupid things I write on the back of this. Yeah. Yeah. But I got. Go ahead. Well, and I mean, can I interject here that one of the most exciting things that happened to me this week, other than finding out that Google needs uh, or wants us to to get some help, (laughs) is that I I received a postcard in in the mail and uh, and it struck me. You talk about bad pictures. This is a a picture of uh, the Taconite mail mine uh, in West Virginia. Or, or Virginia, rather. And it's just a picture poorly colored, as you said. It's an aerial photo, which is, was probably hard to do whenever this picture was taken, of of this strip mine in, <laughs> in Virginia. And it's, uh, you know, it's just a big hole in the earth that looks, that looks terrible. Uh, and you wrote, someone took this photo and said, people need to see beautiful Virginia. <laughs> there it is. And, uh, you didn't sign it. No, I, I usually don't sign them. And it did take me a minute. And there's something about like the the back of this postcard is kind of yellowed. Definitely your handwriting is very reminiscent of my grandfather's <laughs> scratch, chicken scratch. And 
for a second, and he grew up in he grew up in Western Maryland, uh, or lived in Western Maryland, and for a second I thought it was a long lost note from my <laughs> grandfather, and like you know, and it was like one of those like how can I? And then I quickly remembered the the game that we uh, that you play, and um, but the best part is is you know it, it didn't take me long to to make that connection. Uh, I just left it with the rest of the mail. Natalie goes through the mail every day. Uh, she does the important stuff. And her reaction was a, a little bit more of dismay and confusion and concern, you know, that, that this that this came across, um, which was all quickly uh, remedied once I said, oh, that's Tony. And then, and then, and then everything fell right into place in her and mind. And I also try to write innocuous things on the back. Like I was tempted to write, not on yours, but I have been tempted to send one to a stranger that just says, I know what you did on the back of it. (laughs) Right. But that would just be, it would just be mean. It would be mean. And like, what if somebody like, you know, threw themselves off a building or, you know, beat their wife up when they got home or whatever like that. I I don't don't need to be involved in, in anything awful, but the reason I'm telling you all this and the reason I when you brought it up, I want to talk about that actually is Virginia, Minnesota. Oh, OK. And that oh, is yeah. and that is in the Masabi iron fields of Minnesota, which yeah. Jeff Smith wrote an entire book ah. about. <laughs> How crazy is that? Comes, it all comes together. And so. I've been getting these I've been getting these postcards and I have hundreds. I'm going to show you I have maybe really maybe like 200. Yeah. And when I came across up when I come across a place I actually look the place up. So when I find a restaurant, I look mm. up the restaurant. Um I've written one about um Antoine's in New Orleans. I wrote a story about that because of that postcard um and its association with Bugs Bunny. If you want to check that story out, that's a fun story. But I also decided that I wanted to do a multimedia thing because I came across this one postcard. And when I Googled the building, it was still there. And you know how when you do Street View in Google, you can kind of drive around the neighborhood. So this was in also maybe Minnesota, maybe Wisconsin. And when I got past the building and virtually on Google Maps and I made a right hand turn, it went from spring to the dead of winter in <laughs> in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, and so I may like I want to call the store and maybe interview the guy and like, what is your store like? And just, you know, just make a big deal about this stupid postcard. And yeah. so I picked up the ugliest, most boring postcard I could find. And I said, because and I brought it outside with me. I was hanging out with my wife. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to research this. I'm going to turn this into a story, no matter how hard it is, no matter how long it takes. And the postcard that I picked up is the one that I sent to you. Oh, fun. And I looked up Virginia, Minnesota. And the first thing I found out was that there had just been a murder that day. And the guy shot his brother in the head um, because he woke up from a dream where God said to go shoot your brother in the head. So we ran upstairs and shot his brother in the head. It was like, you know, have a cup of coffee first. You know, (laughs) know, maybe maybe it was just a dream. Maybe it wasn't God, you know, maybe check with some people first. And then I started to go through all this stuff in 
uh, Virginia, Minnesota. And then I saw all the iron stuff. And then I'm like, this can't be where Jeff was writing about. And I texted him right, right. There. It was like nine o'clock at night. I'm hammered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I, I like to quote my text because this is how I'd like to, I'd like to bring it up in the, in the, in the project that I'm doing. I said, I know it's late. I know you're weary. I know your plans don't include me, but do you know where Virginia, Minnesota is? And so <laughs> I've talked to Jeff and I sent him, um, I have maybe 12 or 15 cards from that area. And we're going to do a podcast, a limited series podcast about the history of Virginia, Minnesota in postcards. And okay. um, it's going to include just all this and, and the murder and all the shenanigans. And that's that amazing. is going to go on the that's going to go on my uh, on my Substack as a multimedia project. It's going to be a, a you know, I'm going to have some video. I'm going to have some audio. I'm going to have some writing and yeah. uh, I'm really excited about it. It's going to probably take two or three months. It's not going to happen this year, I don't think. Yeah. But what I'm also going to start to do, and this is why I want to encourage everybody to um, to subscribe to my newsletter, I'm going to start just closing the archives off after, I don't know, let's say six months or something like that. Mm. Um, and right now, though, it thank you to everyone who is paying me. I'm I'm shocked that I have subscribers and they're enthusiastic subscribers and they all paid the highest amount that you could pay. That's great. And That's I was minding my own business when they did this. Yeah. Um, like I didn't set my su sub stack up. I think we talked about this on the show already. I didn't set the sub stack up to get paid. Um, I had no intention of going paid. And then someone's like, no, I like your stuff. You know, here's 60 bucks. Yeah. And then other people started doing it. It was, it was insane. Um, but I wanted to and that's 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 the annual subscription. But I wanted like the monthly subscription to be like a buck, but I didn't set anything up yet. So when everybody set it up for it doesn't matter. The point is, yeah, starting in the new year, I may have a, a, a dollar opportunity where you can get all the archived stuff. And when I do really big special things like this, this thing I'm doing with Jeff, I wouldn't charge for off the bat. But after two or three months, I'd probably put it behind the paywall. And, you know, and try to make it worth it. And right now I'm writing the Burley book behind the paywall and, mm -hmm. you know, people are getting a kick of that. So anyway, visit me at substack.com by Tony Russo the link in the show notes and, uh, and you can, and you can see all of those things. And, and, and you can get a, a peek into your ridiculous mind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I mean, there's so much worthy news out there that probably could use somebody like you's attention on it. And I love the fact that you opt to just kind of, I don't know, like, let's let's go the opposite direction and make something out of nothing. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and knowing you, I know that it's good, right? <laughs> thank, thank you. And that's, that's, it's, it's, I don't, I don't want to be in the conversation um, because it's exhausting. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be part of the national conversation. It's boring to me. I'll just make up my own conversation and have it all by myself. And people can watch me or not. Either way, it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing that I'm sorry, I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to have to move. Sorry for any of shaking that 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 brought up. The other thing I wanted to talk about, though, was I was on assignment this week, um, last week. Mm -hmm. 
And I went to a funeral and I went to a fun funeral that everyone had a great time at. And there were some tears, but only a couple. Mm -hmm. And that was the funeral of Stone Man Willie, which you may have seen in the national news, even if you live in France or Portugal or Spain, because there were reporters from France and Portugal and Spain there at the funeral. That were also there. Wow. That's uh... a... International Stone Man Willie. Yeah, you know what was really cool? And uh, all credit to my wife. I'm so sorry. I thought I silenced this. Um, all credit to my wife. Um, she got a great photo of the media circus. So she's yeah. like behind the coffin and she has all of us, like even me, just like psh, 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 everybody taking everybody taking all these photographs. And uh, and I wrote about it for uh, Funeral Service Insider, and you can't read it because um, it's behind a paywall, and it's behind like an expensive paywall, right? But I do want to talk about it because I got to go to Reading, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and I got to stay in this really cool, interesting um, Airbnb, right? And um, then I got to go to Adamstown, Pennsylvania. And I want to tell you about all three of those things. Um, well, and do, do you want to quickly some uh, remind people what Stone Man Willie is? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. So Stone Man Willie. <laughs> not just some guy. No, no, he's not just some guy. He's a mummy. Um, he was a, a guy born uh, in the 1800s. Um, he was uh, from a wealthy Irish family. He came to America um he started drinking professionally um and he died in jail of the dts as i understand it um there have been like seven or eight different reports that differed on his cause of death which Mm -hmm. i thought was weird and i don't know i don't know how i don't know how it turned into a game of telephone but I, i he just died in jail and when he died in jail there was um embalming was new and so the local funeral director said well let's you know see if we can preserve him in case his family shows up so he just has to do research and he has to build his own embalming chemicals um and you know kind of concoct his own thing and he puts it in stone man willie and immediately turns him into a mummy it petrifies him um the guy turns brown like golden like bronze and Mm. uh photo again photo in the show notes absolutely um and so then the family doesn't show up. Nobody shows up and they don't know what to do with him because they don't want to bury him namelessly. Although yeah. they have a pretty good idea about what his name was. Um, and then time passed and then more time passed. And sometime in the early 20th century, um, people started going to visit him just to see And I talked to a bunch of people when I was there and there were some really great stories. And it was like a, it was like a rite of passage. All right. So imagine you're 10 years old, Mm -hmm. 12 years old, you live in Reading, Pennsylvania, and you hear that there's a monster at the uh, funeral home or Mm -hmm. that they have a dead guy on display or that there was this man and he couldn't afford to pay for his funeral. So they wouldn't bury him. And there are all sorts of urban legends and only among like 10 and 12 year olds, because the idea was to get them. And this wasn't the funeral home idea. The funeral home would have been much happier if none of this had happened, but it's just in the zeitgeist. And so 
every couple of days, three or four 10 year olds to 12 year olds would like ring the bell at the funeral home and say, you know, do you have a guy, a dead guy in there that we can see? And the funeral director would say yes. And he would tell them the real story, but then they wouldn't tell anybody else. They'd be like, yeah, there's a monster in the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. So for generations, people are like, it's a rite of passage to go and see stone man, Willie. Yeah. Um, and you know, when, so when he, you know, when they were going to bury him back in 2000, they tried to bury him and people went nuts. They were like, he belongs to us. You can't just stick him in the ground. He, we should be able to come see him. You know, there were school trips also. Um, in the early 20th century, there were, you know, middle schools would go and look as part yeah. of their, I don't know, health class um, <laughs> to see that, to see the mummy. Still, not much else to do in Reading, Pennsylvania, maybe. I don't well, know. No, there's not. Not unless you're an old man, which I will get to. Um, and so for the 250th, 275th anniversary of Reading, Pennsylvania, um, they were doing stuff all year. And the funeral director is like, ah, this is a good opportunity. So he pitches it to the town. What if we have like Stone Man Willie Day mm-hmm. and we'll have a big procession? Um, there's a parade. He was in the parade. Yeah. And then he laid in state for a week and people came to say their final goodbyes to stone man, Willie. And then they buried him on Saturday, October 6th, I think was the, was the date. Thousands of people came to pay their respects. Thousands. I was there just on Friday night. And I came and I got some pictures and, you know, there were like six or eight people. I got there about four o'clock or so. And uh, the funeral director said, oh, I thought maybe you would come back later because it's going to get packed. And I'm like, really? And he's like, oh, it'll be packed. And then like he said the word packed and like six people came in Mm -hmm. and then six more. And then there was a line like nearly out the door. We got some, again, great photos. Um, The photos will probably be free and I will put them someplace where everybody can see them because kelly did such a great job yeah um she's got a good she's got a good photojournalistic sense um and i'm I just i was just she just did a great job my i'm sorry kelly is my wife if this is the first time you're listening to the show um and so that was saturday but the other thing that happened is we were near adamstown pennsylvania mm-hmm. which is the world capital or the u.s capital of antique stores the most antique stores in one town and that's like my second favorite thing to do my first favorite thing to do is write about crazy stuff my second favorite thing to do is go to junk shops yeah right right. we spent the, the the rest of the time looking through all these junk shops and stuff like that um but i wanted to tell you also about the airbnb and i want to compliment my wife because of the Airbnb. Sometimes I forget that people put up with me. Like, you know, I, yeah. I don't have a ton of friends. <laughs> so it's hard for me to gauge like what it's like to be around me. And <laughs> I just got a great picture of, so where's we stayed in a, a townhouse. It, it used to be three townhouses and that been, that have been converted now to eight, 18 apartments, six apartments in each townhouse. Um, and they were built in the 1800s. Uh, they were built by plumbers. So it, the plumbing was fantastic and the, the bathrooms were extensive. Um, but it was, it was, not, I thought it was fine. 
normal people would think it was fine. But then I started to look at it like not me. And I'm like, oh, this isn't this isn't really fine at all. So, for example, um, you know, there's it's it's an apartment building, but the front doors don't like lock. OK. <laughs> and you have access to all of the apartments, both through the balconies and through the and through the stairs. So it's not like a really secure place. Right. And it is really old and it was either very, very hot or very, very cold. Um, but it was beautiful. It was like a like the potential of the building was so beautiful that you didn't really look at how it looked now. Like yeah. for me, it was all like how it could look. Because if you imagine it was it was like so there are three houses along the front. Mm-hmm. Um imagine two, just to make it easier. Imagine two townhouses side by side. Right. Um, but they went back as well, but there was a courthouse in the middle. So there was a courthouse that was about as wide as the house itself with balconies that ran inside the court, uh, inside the courtyard. So we just sat out on that balcony, you know, and I had a cigar and, you know, chatted with the neighbors across the street, across the balcony, like the, yeah. the, the other people on the other side of the balcony. Um, and it was just, it was a splendid time, but I just, I'm like, Hey, so this is this is what I say to my wife. I'm sorry. This is what my wife's weekend was like. I said, would you like to come to a media circus funeral to take some pictures of a mummy? We'll be staying in a 200-year-old house that doesn't necessarily lock and has a lot of leaks. And then um, then we'll come back home after after 24 hours. What do you think? And she's like, yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> She's like, wait, well, we get to talk to neighbors that are too close to us. <laughs> right, exactly. So one one of my favorite stories from, from talking to the neighbors is they would come out and always put on their music. And I'm already kind of distracted by music. So if our music was on and their music was on, that was too much for me. So they would put on their music and I'd turn ours off and we'd listen to theirs. And it was fine. They were listening to classic rock. What do I care? Yeah. Um, but the guy said to me, like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, no, we just like your music better than ours. And he's like, oh, cool, thanks. And he's getting ready to leave. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to leave the music on for you then. <laughs> when you go in tonight, just, like, yell, hey, Alexa, stop. <laughs> and he said, and I'll tell you what, if you forget, don't worry about it. Because sometimes I forget and one of the other neighbors will just yell, Alexa, stop. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's a, that that shows the proximity that uh, that you're that you're in too. Yeah, and also and also just kind of like the vibe. Like I I think everyone else lived there. I think they went to one apartment mm. to Airbnb, and the other yeah. twenty people all all lived there. So I was like the interloper, but they were all really cool with me. And then we you know we we had a really nice time. We got a lot of cool writing done, and I bought even more postcards. And I also bought. I mean, it shows. Go ahead. So this is that. This is the trick. This is where you're getting your postcards are at the at the antique stores, right? Yes. I, when when we, when we go to these antique stores, I buy them, and I only buy them if they're twenty five cents a piece or less. I've never paid. I won't pay a dollar. Sometimes they say a dollar on the back, but I'm not paying a dollar. I'm right. not paying more than a dime now, because you yeah. can get them for a dime on the internet. But I also bought, and I'm showing this, and again, picture in the show notes because I'm going to write about it anyway. Um, a mechanical pencil set from the 1930s oh neat and a nice leather case and zippered and oh wow that's fantastic looking isn't it great velour on the inside 
Do you yes. need that many mechanical pencils though? Is that is are there different weights or no? There's they're they're just different oh, designs. Yeah, yeah. That's Some of them fun. have mother of pearl on them. So it was a it was a splendid it was a splendid trip, and thank you for asking. <laughs> and if you know my aunt Celia or my cousin Matthew, don't tell them I'm sending them postcards. Um, but that's all I have. <laughs> that's a, it's a lot. I think uh, I, I can't wait for the uh, for the for the next uh, uh, the next big Stoneman Willie parade. Maybe we'll make it up there for uh, for for that because this is something that they're going to do year after year, right? Well, yeah, but next year it's just going to be like a five k, and he's already buried in the ground. Yeah. So <laughs> this was this was the big one. But I will be, and you know what? Maybe I'll sell these because we took the photos and we own them. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do, maybe I'll, not maybe. I am going to make myself some Stone Man Willie postcards. Right, but right. I wonder if maybe I'll make them for sale as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's gauche or not. I don't really, I don't really care. I'm I'm making them for me. Who knows? Maybe, uh, Tony, you're, you're onto something that will be, you know, the next, uh, the next chapter for you, you could be Tony, the postcard man. And, uh, maybe, I don't know. It's, 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 it's just so, cause we also buy them. Um, they also sometimes come, especially when you buy them in bulk, um, already filled out. So like, Oh really? Yeah. So, so there are other people or like, or just like basic things that you would say to somebody. A bit of both, a bit of both. Okay. Um, but but so like one I one I found, I think we talked about it already, said like Franz is going in to have his prostate checked. Uh, you know, <laughs> we'll let you know how it goes. Um, I think there's one right here. Let me see. Yeah, so here's one right here. Um, and this says, Hi kids, we are in Minnesota having a good time. Got here Saturday at eight o'clock. We'll be home Friday from mother. Mother. So, yeah, just just kind of fun stuff like that. Um, there are some from like the 1800s, and 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 uh, those are those are always cool to see, like written in like big loopy uh, pens. So right, right, right. Yeah, but there's a there's apparently a cult of people who both collect. That was the other thing I'll, I found out about this week, but I, I don't want to go into it because we're in a run out of time. Um, but there there is a cult of people who collect mechanical pencils, and. <laughs> And that's that's another one. So that's the kind of thing. Like if I ever do a, a big deep dive on the mechanical pencil enthusiasts, that's the kind of thing that I would throw behind the paywall because I think it would be fun. Right, um, right. And it takes a lot of work. And if it takes a lot of work, if it's just me, you know, pontificating on like what's going on with Officer Tony Russo out there in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, that should be for free. But if I've got to talk to other people and fact check and stuff, uh, then that's work. So yeah, right, and and worth get, and worth getting paid for. Yeah, I think so. But that brings us right up to the end. I got yep. nothing else anyway. You never had anything to begin with. <laughs> you never had a chance. <laughs> uh, so until next time, remember at the beach, it's happy hour whenever you say it is. <laughs>